Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Before we get into this new car special, have to say, if any of my Ukrainian listeners are listening right now, hey, I'm not sure this is the podcast you should be listening to right now, and B, please stay safe. I saw a video this morning of a fourth gen fighter plane flying lower than I've ever seen a fighter plane fly before. Uh, actually, before I continue, uh, graphic. So those who don't want to listen to listen to graphic retelling of visual stuff, then skip this part. But shot a missile. I didn't. I didn't see the explosion, but I heard. I heard it and. I've never, I've never seen, I never, I honestly never thought I'd see something like that in the modern era in probably most of my life. It was, it's, it really is unbelievable. So any of my Ukrainian listeners, I know I've got a few, I've seen them on my pod being statistics on the back end. I know I've got a few, Hey, this is probably not, this probably isn't the podcast you should be listening to right now. If you can find a podcast that's maybe about personal safety, it's maybe covering the news. That might be what you want to watch more, especially go watch your actual news, that's going to be way more pertinent than this. A lot more pertinent than this. B, please do stay safe. It's insane what Russia is putting you guys through. It's, I never thought I'd see something like that in the modern era. I really, I, I really never thought I would, which is probably naive, but it just, it seemed like that kind of stuff was left in the past. Now, that's probably just due to my own ignorance. It was the closest I saw to, the closest thing I saw to atrocities like that was the whole israel palestine uh yeah palestine conflict and that was also unbelievable it's please do stay safe if if you're listening to this podcast through it i'd say you got guts you got a lot of guts because i'd just be watching the news incessantly if i were you but if you need a little bit of a break i hope you can find this news interesting the news is interesting not nearly as not nearly as important as what's happening in ukraine right now but again Hey, you might find it interesting, especially as this truck is coming to Europe, but coming to Europe, but do please stay informed, watch the news, and do please stay safe. With that sort of per public service announcement out of the way, we're talking about the 2023 Ford Ranger Raptor that was unveiled just two days ago. Unveiled, not unveiled, unveiled. I haven't said I haven't messed that up. I haven't messed that up in about a year and a half, maybe two years. But yeah, it was unveiled two days ago, actually, February 20, uh, February the 22nd. Actually, 2023 Ford Ranger Raptor debuts down under with 392 horsepower. Europe only gets 284. So, Ukrainians, you know, you're part of Europe too. Unfortunately, you're only going to get 284 horsepower, but could be a lot worse. That should hopefully be enough to get the thing going. And then the next question is, well, what what actually, what has actually caused that difference between 392 horsepower and 284 horsepower? Because if it's just like a tune thing... Hey, you might be able to jump on the aftermarket, get that better tune. Bam, 392, 392 horsepower right at your disposal. But we'll see. Let's get into the article. Ford has just unveiled a new generation of the Ranger Raptor developed by Ford Performance as the flagship version of its midsize pickup offering the ultimate mixture of performance and off-road capability. The new Raptor, no, the new Ranger, I mean, it is a Raptor, but the new Ranger Raptor, Oh, it's also a new Ranger. Okay, the new Ranger makes the third addition to the current Raptor family next to the larger F-150 Raptor and the Bronco Raptor. 
Today, we get a look at the European and Australian specification models, but a North American version has been confirmed as part of the 2023 Ranger family that will be introduced next year. Starting with the design, most will see the Raptor with either well, I, well, most will see the Raptor as either a beefed-up Ranger coming right out of the coming right out of the gym, or a more sophisticated interpretation of its larger brother, the F-150 Raptor. The flared wheel arches, front and rear, front and rear cover wider tracks and new 17-inch wheels shod in massive 32-inch all-terrain tires, while the ground clearance has been increased. It also gets bespoke bumpers with skid plates, aluminum side steps, a signature grille with Ford lettering, bonnet scoops, and Raptor stickers. Underbody protection has been enhanced with a larger front bash plate made of 2.3-inch thick, high-strength steel, plus extra shields for the extra for, for the engine and transfer case. Finally, twin-rated tow hooks on both ends will help with recovery in the unlikely event of getting stuck. Inside, Ford added a pair of sport seats inspired by fight. This wow, poor timing. Inspired by jet fighters that offer greater support. Other unique touches include red stitching, heated premium leather steering wheel with magnesium paddles and ambient lighting. You'll also find standard equipment features such as matrix, matrix LED headlights, a 12.4-inch digital instrument cluster, and, and a huge 12-inch central touchscreen with Ford's Sync 4 infotainment and a 10-speaker B&O sound system. While the Raptor will still be available with its predecessor's bi-turbo 2-liter four-cylinder four-cylinder diesel in select markets, including Europe from next year, the highlight of the second generation is the new twin-turbo 3-liter EcoBoost V6 petrol engine, offering significantly improved performance. In European specification, the V6 produces a rather modest for its displacement 284 horsepower, or 212 kilowatts, or 288 PS, and 491 newton meters, or 362 pound-feet of torque, but is tuned to produce as much as 392 horsepower, or 292 kilowatts, or 397 PS, and 583 pound, uh, newton meters, or 430 pound-feet of torque in Australia. We asked Ford about the significant difference in power output between Europe and Australia, and they told us it has to do with the emissions-related market-specific tuning. Like other OEMs, we homologate to meet the stringent EU emission standards, a Ford spokesperson told CarScoops. The new Ranger Raptor with its V6 EcoBoost petrol engine is around 30% more performance than the current diesel. So, you may... Those in Europe, Ukrainians, you included, you know, obviously, may be able to get the Europe, uh, the Australian-specific tuning via aftermarket or tuning companies in your area. You might be able to do it. We'll have to wait and see when this truck comes out if anyone's going to step up to the plate. But at the very least, you might be able to get it to at least 320 to maybe 350 horsepower. You might not get the full 392, but 350 is way better than 284. Speaking of performance, the company didn't provide specific numbers, but Dave Byrne, chief program engineer, promised that the new engines bring a different dynamic to the Ranger Raptor that will satisfy even the more hardcore performance enthusiasts. Justin Cappuccino, but it's not Cappuccino, so I'm sorry, but I can't say last name properly. Raptor's program supervisor revealed that the new, the new Raptor was a full minute faster than its predecessor in their 10-kilometer or 6.2-mile long test track in Australia, describing it as hot hatch fast. Well, with that much power, I would, hope it, I would hope that it is, or at least close to that. As in the previous Ranger Raptor, power is transmitted to all four wheels through a 10-speed automatic transmission. The permanent four-wheel drive system has a two-speed transfer case, front and rear electronic diff locks, and the option of switching to rear-wheel drive. The driver can choose between seven drive modes, normal, sport, slippery, rock, rock crawl, mud slash ruts, sand, and Baja, ideal for high-speed off-road stunts, altering many different parameters. 
Additionally, the Raptor comes with an active valve twin pipe exhaust system that can be set to quiet for early morning startups, normal, daily use, sport, louder, and Baja, straight through style intended for off-road use only. Finally, the trail control system that debuted in the previous gen F-150 Raptor is the equivalent of an adaptive cruise control for off-roading. That's cool. The driver sets a speed below 20 miles per hour, 32 kilometers per hour, and lets the vehicle manage acceleration and braking while he, she concentrates on steering. Ford engineers reinforced the chassis of the Ranger, making it stronger and more durable for the Raptor. The heavy-duty suspension comp comprises new upper and lower control arms made of aluminum, a new set of Ford Performance Tune Active Fox 2.5-inch live-value shock absorbers, offering 50% reduced friction compared to the previous model, and a refined Watts-Link uh, geometry for the rear suspension. Suspension travel has increased to 290mm, or 11.4 inches at the front, and 250mm, or 9.8 inches at the rear. Then the question is, when will it go on sale? The second generation Ford Ranger Raptor will reach European dealerships in late summer of 2022. This means it will be the first variant of the new Ranger that will be available in Europe. Okay, that performance, the performance variant comes out first. You'd kind of like to see that. With the lesser wild track following in spring of 2023. That's a, long, that's a full year away. What the hell is wrong with that? The diesel variant of the Ranger Raptor will arrive in 2023, but it will be available only in select markets. Ford didn't reveal pricing, but it is safe to assume that the new Ranger, that the new Raptor V6 will likely be more expensive than its, than its diesel-only predecessor. As for the North American model, Ford CEO Jim Farley revealed on Twitter that the Raptor will be introduced alongside the new Ranger in 2023. So Europeans, once again, you get things a little bit early. Tad unfair. Hard stats out of the way. What do I think it looks? Well, it is visually, anyway, kind of a mild facelift for the Ranger Raptor. Uh, slightly different front end, different headlight DRL. It's kind of got, I think, an F-150 look to it. It's got this C-shaped DRL where the top part uh, that sits next to the hood is actually longer than the bottom flat part of the DRL that sits next to the lower front bumper. I don't really like the headlights, if I'm honest. It's kind of got this almost like weird Cyclops look to it. They got two, they got two light elements in it. So you have the DRL and then you have the actual headlight projectors. You have the actual headlight... Uh, yeah, for lack of a better word, projectors themselves. And there's two. It's a very Porsche-like arrangement where they're double-stacked. So there's two. But again, to me, it's just kind of a weird Cyclops look. Once again, you have a center bar in the grille with Ford lettering in the middle. It intersects the headlight, very much like the F-150, very much like a lot of Ford, uh, modern Ford trucks. You know the Maverick where that center bar, that center silver bar with Ford in the middle and it intersects the headlight, kind of dips into the headlight? Same thing here, just on the new Ranger. Yeah, I don't really like the new face. I actually prefer the old face. I think it looked better. This one, again, too much of a Cyclops. It looks a little bit too awkward. I don't mind so much that it looks like a Maverick. I don't mind that entirely. But yeah, I'm not quite a fan. The new face, the new upper part of the face, meh. The lower part, we have a bunch of black plastic cladding and uh, a skid plate. It's okay. There's not much to talk about there. If we look at the... Let's go to the rear. Actually, let's go to the rear. New taillights... Kind of interesting. They got a weird. They got a weird shape. Maybe a weird, not bad. Just kind of odd lighting signature. I'll have to wait and see what they look like when they're on. I don't. I don't know. I'm not really a fan. I don't really hate it, but I don't really like them either. I think I might have preferred the old tail lights. If we look at the tailgate, you have Raptor. You have a Raptor badge with the Raptor font. You have a Ford. You have the Ford badge that sticks out quite a bit. Very, very, very common for Ford trucks. Then you have the indented Ranger text. In the lower part of the tailgate, again, very common. So it's all, it's pretty much more of the same, just with a few modernized bits here and there. So 
If y'all, if you like the current Ranger Raptor, you may like the current one. That face might put you off like it's putting me off, though. So we'll have to wait and see. But largely, it's still the same Ranger Raptor that you know and love. What's interesting is there's this black avalanche-like bar that's on top of the bed that kind of outlines the rear window from the cab on the truck. Gives it a bit of a pre-runner look. I kind of like it, but it's also kind of weird. It extends almost the roof line of the truck. It's it's good in some angles, kind of awkward in a few others. I think I might have liked it with that. It would have given the truck a more traditional side profile, but it is what it is. Yeah, lower angle on the face is actually a lot better. It's when you're like standing height where it's just kind of weird, kind of awkward. Let me see if I can find an image with the lighting, with the rear lighting signature. Yeah, it's kind of strange. What truck? I think it's like the new Nissan Titan light, light signature where it has this flat, flat top and then it it's sort of like you know when you do a five you have from the top you have the horizontal bit the horizontal bit the vertical bit that goes down and then the like the upside down question mark it's like they did half of a five that's what the taillights look like you have you have one half of a five for the top that's where the brake lights are and then you have an inverted five on the bottom that might just be a reflector that just might be the entire lighting signature but the brake the brake light once again is half of a five and the half is the top half. So the vertical, the vertical part, or no, 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 the horizontal part, the vertical part, and then just beginning the question mark circular, circular uh, quarter of it, but halfway cut off. So it's like a hook. It's really just a hook, honestly. And then you have another hook inverted. Kind of interesting, kind of interesting. It looks, it does look a little bit better with the taillights on. It's still, I think it's just, Perhaps a bit needlessly, it's a bit busy looking. There's almost too much going on. It's a bit unnecessary. Your reverse lights are vertically oriented. They are below what I'm imagining is your amber turns. Right in the middle of the whole taillight unit. Not a bad thing. Yeah, so you have you have two inverted hooks. Or not inverted, but you have a normal hook and then an inverted hook. Or in other words, the horizontal part of the part of a five, the vertical part, and then the round part of the five. But cut off, but cut off halfway. And then that, and then that same shape inverted. It's almost, it's almost like, uh, it's like half of an hourglass actually. That kind of Coke bottle design where it's pinched in the middle, exactly like that. And, and by half of an hourglass, I mean horizontally, not vertically, because the two, the two taillight units are facing each other. So if you put them side by side, it would be an entire hourglass. So if you stood an hourglass up vertically and then cut it down the center. From vert from vertical, not horizontal, from vertical. Half it's a half of an hourglass. That's what it is. Again, to me, it might be a little bit busy. At least, at least once you can see all the amber turns, the amber turns, maybe the reflector and the reverse light part of the or reverse light section of the taillight. It's busy, but at in the dark, when you can't really see when you can't really see that, when it's just the hourglass, it actually looks really cool. I quite like it. But yeah, it's basically just an hourglass taillight. Or that's what the lighting signature is for the back. It's not the actual shape, because the shape is still Ranger taillight unit shaped, but the D the light signature, what would be a DRL if it was the front? Again, hourglass. So front, I'm gonna give a 6.7, maybe a 6.6. It's kind of I guess it's kind of like a pug. Could be cute from a few angles, but once you know about all the health issues, it's like, nah, that's not so cute. This, not so cute. The rear daytime, 6.7. Taillights. Okay, well, the taillight's definitely 6.7. Overall, I'd probably give it a 6. The rear end's about a 6.9. Again, fairly standard Ranger, just modernized. But at night, 
7.3. Actually looks pretty cool. Oh, and this, actually this image of the Ranger Raptor doesn't have that weird plastic outline. Doesn't have that weird avalanche like plastic sport bar, if you will, rounding the end of the cabin. So that's actually a different, that's a different Ranger Raptor. Okay. That's interesting. I didn't notice that till now. Yeah, that actually looks a lot better. It just makes it look a little less weird, less elongated in a, in a bad way. So that is definitely better. I definitely prefer that. Normally, I'd, I'd actually like that kind of sport bar look, but not for the Ranger. Not for the Ranger, not for the Ranger Raptor, unfortunately. But yeah, so overall, I'd probably give the truck about 7 point, maybe a 6.8. It seems to be a fairly modest facelift visually. From a performance perspective, it is a big upgrade. And actually, before we end off, because I haven't talked about the interior yet, you have a, God, I think that's a 12-inch vertically oriented touchscreen. You know the... The 12-inch touchscreen you get in DT Rams, the new Ram 1500s. Like that, almost exactly like that, but in the Ranger Raptor. In the Ranger Raptor. But here, it, to me, it works less because it seems like they, they originally designed the interior for a smaller touchscreen and then had to just elongate the dash to fit the much larger touchscreen. It doesn't seem to be integrated quite as well as Ram did it with the 1500. So, meh. Yeah, kind of... Not not a big fan of it, but the interior is uh, 6.8, 6.9. It's okay. Still looks like a Ranger Raptor interior. I do like the almost grill-like insert for the vents, though. That's really cool. Yeah, so I give it a 7.2. 7 7.1, we'll say. 7.1. Fairly, outside of the engine and a few other mechanical things, it is. it would appear to be, anyway, a fairly modest facelift. But that should make it a little bit better than the last Ranger Raptor, therefore... That should, that should thus bring more customers around for the Ranger Raptor. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's pretty good. I don't have, I really don't have that many strong feelings towards it. To me, it's, outside of the engine, it's just kind of meh. Outside of the engine and some of the mechanical changes, it really is just kind of meh. It really is just a facelift. But that engine is probably what's going to make this Ranger Raptor, hopefully that, that bit more popular than the last one. That's really why you buy the new Ranger Raptors for that engine for the most part. And a few other technical things here and there. In any case, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have one with the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. Once again, for my Ukrainians in the audience, please do stay safe. I hope to see you all next time you've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if i'm being honest if you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels then why don't you follow me on twitter at cody car c-o-n-u-n-d-r-m or check out my website www.codyscarconundrum.com for articles and other car related content if you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.